spot. Down low, if you jump out on the service road, take a left, come in that little picnic area right Oh, is it open? Yeah. For or, it was. What's up, guys? Anybody around today? I forgot to post on Facebook. But the message went out. There's somebody. Who is it, Barry? There's two, three. Looks like Tucker. Looks like Sarah's got first. Connie came in second. Connie, Sarah's right ahead of you. Wow, weird. Crazy. What's up, guys? How are you? Hey, Josh, how are you, buddy? How's back, Stan? Good stuff. Lots of good stuff going on, guys. Hey, Jeanette, how are you? Hello. Let me flip this thing around. We got to be careful. There may be a Kloppenberg siding out here, Barry, somewhere. We saw him earlier. Wow, that was scary. Yeah. Throw something. If you see Kloppenberg, we'll throw something at him. He drove by and yelled some obscenities at us out there. Just kidding. Out the windows. He said something like, hey, losers, get to work. Which, of course, we get that often. Hey, Bobby, how's it going, buddy? Hope to see you guys Saturday. Hospital food sucks. Yeah, I know. We pray for you. Sarah, why are you always at the top of the prayer list, Mary? Because we love you. And I recommend eating lots of dessert. We're at nine berries. So that's going to be perfect timing by the time we pull over on that. Look at this beautiful little spot. And we're just going to go in here and stare at the water. Which is kind of a cool deal, actually. We're not parking. We're just hanging out. Right over here, look at this view. You are special. Look at that view. See that? It's a body of water. Hey, Brett, how are you, buddy? I want to, uh, hey, Danny. Kenny Dumble, come on down. Hope to see you tonight, bro. As we interview David Tucker, it's going to be a pretty cool deal for the radio this weekend. <clears throat> um, it's funny because I was uh, watching a really cool deal on the birth of Israel in 1948. And it harkens back to a prophecy spoken of in Isaiah 66 and verse 8. Hey, Randy, Isaiah 66 and verse 8. And I'm going to paraphrase because that's not really what I'm talking about. But basically what it says, uh, it's basically talking about, have you ever heard of this? A nation being born in one day. Speaking of May 14, 1948, when Israel, after 2,500 years of being all over this planet, um, became a nation in one day. And wouldn't you know it, ironically enough, on May 14, 1948, after all the years of this dispersia and, and being all over, God took the nation of Israel and made in one day, bringing forth uh, making right on his promise found in Isaiah 66, 8. Have you ever heard of such a thing? Something becoming a country in one day. And I thought about this. And also another thing happened on that day. Within minutes of the contract or paperwork being penned, uh, five or six countries came on Israel as if to say, it ain't going to happen. And uh, they're 
Jordanian army at the time was very powerful in 1948, extremely powerful. And here is poor Israel, landlocked, surrounded by all sides, uh, basically plowboys and farmers. Obviously, they weren't well equipped. And guess what? Somehow, they won the victory. How's that possible, Barry? God's people. God did it. Yeah. But listen to this, and I think this God is interesting, uh, the way that it went down, because you guys know that even today, Israel is rejecting her Savior. And we, by virtue of Jesus opening it up to us, we have been grafted in to the to the vine, right? So that's a natural uh, vine, and we are grafted in. We are a wild shoot, as the Bible would say. But I think it's really cool, even though Israel has rejected her Savior, God is still faithful with the promises that he gave to Israel all those years ago. Because even in 1948, on May 14th, while it, the ink was probably still wet, the, all these countries come on Israel and as if to say, we're taking you out, and Israel survived. Why? And it has nothing to do with the people as much as it does the character of God, because God had told Abraham all those years ago, I will bless those who bless you, I will curse those who curse you, and I will make your nation great. God has not forgotten the nation of Israel, nor will he ever. Now, the age of grace for the Gentiles, you and me, it's opened up for us. But one day, this grace door will close and all of believing Israel will be saved because God is not going to forget his promises. And it brings me a lot of comfort, Barry, knowing that same promises he gave Israel, he's giving to us through the Messiah, Jesus Christ, all these promises of God, because we are children of Abraham, adopted, as it were, through the blood of Christ and that atonement on the cross. But as you look around the world, it looks like we're losing. It looks like God is losing and maybe he's not coming uh, through or being faithful with his promises. But that's not accurate. You know and I know that God is a promise keeper. That he is not a liar. God cannot lie. Uh, but listen to this. And we're wondering, what is the solution? I'm going to say to you on this coming up Saturday, there's a movement called The Return. What is the return about? Well, Jonathan Kahn is in the mix. I think Franklin Graham is in the mix. And they're imploring our nation to get on your face and ask forgiveness for not only the sins of the nation, but how about your sins and my sins, the sins of your church, the sins of the universal church. We have got to repent. It doesn't mean that we get it right. We know. But when we find ourselves off track, which I believe America is off track. There are some still getting it right, but by and large, America's gone. It, it's just gone crazy. So this Saturday is the return where around the country, probably around the club, Barry, yeah. people are going to be seeking God and asking God, forgive us. We're sorry. We repent. Bring us back. We want to come back to you. We want to be restored. All these things. And I think about the promises that's brought forth in Second Chronicles 7 and 14. And I, I love this scripture. And listen to this, because he's not talking about those people. He's not talking about pagan nations. He's not talking about people that don't know God. He's talking about here. Now listen to this. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain, or I command locusts to devour the land, sending a plague among my people. In other words, all of this calamity is happening. And, and God is the one that's orchestrating, allowing this to happen. Why? Because he wants us to repent. 
Now watch this. If I do all these things, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and seek, seek and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. You would say, well, how is America being wicked? How about this? Number one, we're killing babies. I don't even know how many babies. I mean, we can go on and on. It's a long line. Our support for Israel is waning, although we're beginning to get that right again. We love Israel because Israel is still God's chosen people. We talked about that at the very beginning. All these things that we're getting wrong. But God says, you know what? It's okay because God is uh, wanting to forgive us. He's slow in, in uh, uh, dropping the hammer down. Thank you, Jesus. He doesn't want anybody to perish. He wants everybody to come to repentance. He's giving us time. But I think that time, we are at a point in history that where I believe we're past the tipping point. We don't know until we do this. Humble themselves, pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways and watch this. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Sometimes we just we memorize these scriptures and we blow through them. We put them on little note cards, but we don't really think about this is a promise from God. The same God, the same promise keeper that kept Israel and all of their stuff. They're still a remnant today, even though by and large the world... Uh, the evil that's in this world has tried to snuff them out. All the darkness in the world can't put out a single candle. And God is a promise keeper. What he said is what he's going to do. And here's the thing. As we approach the end of the age, and make no mistake, that hour uh, really started ticking on May 14, 1948, when God brought Israel to be a state in, or a country in one day. That just accelerated the prophetic timeline. And what we're seeing today with lawlessness... We're seeing riots. We're seeing wildfires. We're seeing all these things. It's not God is doing this to get our attention because he knows the sun is coming to redeem us soon. It won't be long before we hear the trumpet sound from the sky and we'll be out of here. Uh, but if we will just humble ourselves, seek his face, turn from our wickedness, he will hear from heaven then to heal our land. Now my eyes, the Lord says, will be open and my ear attentive to prayers offered up in this place. The prayers he wants to hear today were the temple of the Holy Spirit. He no longer inhabits uh, houses made by human hands. God inhabits us when we say yes to Jesus and we repent and turn from our wicked ways. We open up our temple and we invite Christ into our heart. If we would do that, Barry, and then, but, but again, he's also saying my people. If you don't know Jesus... This is a great opportunity to get right because you're seeing all this stuff. And I believe that God will protect his church because the scriptures, again, a promise. The church has not been appointed to wrath. That's what the scriptures say. That's what we can go by. This is truth. Doesn't matter what Facebook or the media or any other thing says. The word of God says the church has not been appointed unto wrath. So I will take my chances in the covenant promises of God, because like I said at the beginning, he is a promise keeper. Right. If he said it, you can bank on it. There's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Be of good cheer. I have overcome the world, Jesus said. So all of these things this Saturday, and maybe before this Saturday, I think we should need to have, Paul says we should pray without ceasing throughout the day. Right. Talk to God. Hey, God, I'm sorry. And here's a great prayer. Have mercy on me, a sinner. I'm a sinner. And then repent and stop doing the things you're asking, forgive, asking forgiveness for. Just stop it and, 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 and hate it. And I love, uh, there's a quote, I don't have it in front of me, 
but it was given by, I believe, Billy Sunday. I think it was Billy Sunday that said uh, when he uh, he hates sin and he's going to work till his final breath, if even if he has to claw, scratch until he it's over it. Now we know that we won't be over it until Jesus comes, but we can cling on to God's promises. We can cling on to God's goodness. We are, can cling on to the promises. He's not slow, as people say. He's wanting us to repent. He's giving us time. And now we're as we approach the end of time, Barry, we're here. So I, I, I pray that on Saturday that you guys would uh, participate in the return, the uh, America returning to her core values of Christianity and all of that stuff. And make, make no mistake, the Constitution was founded out of biblical principles. When you start taking God out of the Constitution, or you start, there is no such thing. There's no separating the Constitution of the United States of America and separating the Bible. You can't do it. You can't rewrite history. That's the wickedness we need to repent from. That's all wicked. God founded this company to be a beacon on a hill, set up for His glory to establish. King, I'm getting fired up here, but I gotta, I gotta go. I'm gonna turn this thing around. I was gonna say, uh, not much to add to what you said, but I, Matthew uh, Scripture, uh, Matthew twenty three twelve says, "But those who exalt themselves will be humble." You kind of see that going on in our country, right? Yep. And the scripture you said to humble yourself. This one also says, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So we're going to be returned. If How about we that? just humble ourselves and we pray. We That's the main thing. We have to keep praying, guys. You hear us say that all the time. Be in the word and pray because God wants to hear from us. Repent. And repent. He knows we're mess ups. He knows that. But he, he loves us so much that he just wants to hear from us all the time. So pray. Continue to communicate and pray, 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 read and pray. That's all. You know, and real quick, I want to say one thing. Uh, when, when Jesus met the woman at the well, and, and he didn't condemn her, and he actually said, uh, where are your condemners? They're all gone. And he said, neither do I condemn you. But he said, now go and sin no more. It's, in other words, it'd be a linear thing. I'm not going to live a lifestyle of sin and funkiness. I might find ourselves out. But uh, go and sin no more. So return to me, and I will return to you. Jesus is coming soon. Make sure you're ready. Ready yourself. You cannot say you haven't been warmed. And I suppose he laughed at Noah all the way until the door shut. I believe the door, you can hear the, the, the hinges creaking right now. So make sure you get on board with Jesus and share this message if you would. And make sure to pray not only for yourself, but how about pray for us? Pray for everybody that calls on the name of Jesus. Pray for our country. Pray for this upcoming election. Pray for our country to repent and return. So um, make sure that you look up the return and what it's all about and participate this Saturday, of course. So we love you guys. Uh, share this if you don't mind. And we will see you here, there, or in the air.